I fully believe that when you create a space specific to your guest avatar and you have a guest avatar who loves their dog as much as I do, then when you're creating that space, that experience, you can charge more. You can make more money, not because you charge extra for dogs or an extra cleaning fee because they brought their dogs, but because dog people want to stay with somebody who welcomes their dogs. They want to spend their money with a host who welcomes their family and their dog is part of their family. And when you create that space the right way, when you market that space the right way, then you can increase your rates because you're going to have people that want to stay with you again. They're going to tell their friends. They're going to post pictures on their Instagram and their Facebook because it's so rare and hard to find a place that really loves dogs. That's what today's episode is all about. So I hope you stick around. Hey there, you're listening to the Savvy Host Podcast. If you're a vacation rental host struggling with branding, marketing, automations, and well, all the things, then you're in the right place. I'm Jody Bourne, a vacation rental coach, marketing strategist, and a guest at more than 50 vacation rentals and counting. And I'm excited to open the door to my office, share practical tips, tools, and strategies that will help you differentiate your property, attract more bookings, and create raving fans. So if you're ready to become a savvy host, let's hang out. I am a dog lover. I've been a dog lover and have had dogs. I don't remember a time in my life when I did not have a dog. Some of my earliest memories are with my dogs and can still name many of them. I dream about them. And I am not unlike millions of other people in this world. I have two dogs now. Jolene is our black lab that is three. We got her on February 27th of 2020, right before COVID. I got her after I lost my dog, Abby, in November the year before to leukemia. And then we also have Oscar. Oscar is our big old guy. He is Katie's dog. Katie doesn't miss my daughter, doesn't live with me. Um, so we kind of keep him. He's 110 pounds, big old boy and kind of a grouch. So he doesn't travel with us, but Jolene does. Oscar has traveled with us, but he doesn't go on. On very many trips just because he's big and he's grouchy. So we usually have my mom stay with Oscar. But Jolene goes everywhere with us. And when we first got Jolene and COVID happened right after that, COVID shutdown started, I think, March 15th or 13th, somewhere around there. So we just had her a couple of weeks. I think one in five, I read a statistic, one in five people added a puppy to their household during COVID. You probably know what happened during COVID is so many people got dogs and pets and so many people were home more because they couldn't go to work and they couldn't go out. Um, and so they bonded more with their dogs. Jolene was at my feet every single day. We didn't go anywhere without her because we didn't go anywhere. Those people wanted to start taking their dogs on vacation. And that's where this trend kind of started, even though it was already trending up, you know, looking back at Google data, you can see that the trend was going up, but it really got big during COVID of taking your dog with you on vacation. 
People are searching for those kind of vacations and those kind of experiences. The pet industry is a huge industry. People with pets typically a lot of money on them. Think about people that are going on vacation without their pets. They're having to pay for pet daycare or pet boarding or somebody to come and feed and walk or even spend the night with their pets. These places are super expensive. So people with pets are spending money on accommodations for their pets. That means they have more money to spend with you. So if you're choosing to be pet welcoming and you dive into this as a niche and as something that you offer and that you be, want to become known for, then you can actually raise your rates and get more bookings. And I don't mean raise your rates by saying, if you're bringing a pet, we charge more because I disagree with that. I just don't think that that says welcoming, like to charge for an additional guest. I tend to believe that if you create a space, a specific space that is dog welcoming or pet welcoming, and you market that space well, and you provide amenities to uh, make that space and that vacation rental experience excellent for your guests that have dogs, then you can charge more because you have better reviews and because you're showing people that you care about their family. And so they want to spend more money with you. And and it's just part of that cream rises philosophy that I have, which is the better you take care of your guests, even your dog guests, then the more these guests are going to talk about you and do your marketing for you, the more your reviews are going to speak to the fact that you are a badass host and badass hosts get badass guests. That's my philosophy and I'm sticking to it. If you're on the fence about creating a pet friendly, pet welcoming accommodation, then maybe this episode will help convince you. But if you are already dog welcoming, then this episode is going to share some ideas for amenities that you might want to offer, as well as how you can create this very dog welcoming, very pet welcoming vacation rental. One of the things I want to get across now, because I tend to forget, I say dog friendly because I love dogs. I do not know anything about cats. I've never had a cat. I don't mean to leave out all the cat people in the world. Cats are pets. Cats are family members. Definitely don't think that I'm trying to exclude you because I'm not. Did you know that the pet-friendly filter on Booking.com is the third most used filter after swimming pools? And I forgot what the second one was. Swimming pools was number one, then there was something else, and then it is pet friendly. And on Airbnb, they've actually now added number of pets where you can go number of guests, how many, number of children, how many, number of pets, how many. So all your search starts with that. If you look at Google Trends data, Google Trends shares the um, Google search trends over the past five years, you can see the trend upwards and then a huge spike that began right around COVID because people had to travel with their dogs more. People were with their dogs every day and they wanted their dogs to experience a better vacation, a better getaway with them. I have chosen vacation rentals that had a great picture of a dog enjoying the balcony of the, the rental or, you know, the deck or the pool in the backyard or whatever it was. People do that. Believe me, people plan vacations around their pets. I think what's missing on a lot of people when they talk about being pets okay is that 
they miss the fact that families who are on vacation, they can relax more, they appreciate more, they enjoy their stay more when their pets are treated like part of the family and when they know that their pets are there with them. Not to say people don't want to go on a pet-free vacation, just like people want to go on a kid-free vacation, but when you're thinking of a family vacation and you have pets at home, then that family vacation often includes pets. So what can you provide as far as amenities to help create that pet welcoming experience? Of course, there's food dishes and water bowls that you want to to carry, have a water bowl outside and inside. You want to have really comfy pet beds, pet bedding, especially if you don't allow pets on your sofa, then you definitely want to have some pet beds where they can lay, hang out around the family in the living areas. I would say if you say you don't want pets on your beds, then you're crazy because if a pet sleeps on a bed, like I can't keep Jolene off of the bed at night. I can keep her off the sofa during the day, but at night I'm asleep. She's going to get in the bed with me. If you don't want pets on your bed, what you might think about doing is getting a, a pet blanket so that people can lay it down over the covers so the dog can enjoy being in bed with mom and dad, and you don't have to worry about them dirtying up your beautiful white coverlet. Think about getting a waterproof, because when dogs go on vacation, just like people, sometimes their stomachs get upset, sometimes they get out of their routine, or they may not know where to go to the bathroom, so they may end up having an accident in the, in the house in case that happens. You also want to provide like the enzyme cleaner. Do you want some dog towels? You want to have a vacuum if you can, a small little um, sweep vac and a broom and a dustpan. I can't tell you how many times we've gone somewhere with Jolene and they didn't leave out their dustpan and, and, and broom. So we've often had to go to the dollar store and buy our own broom to clean up. So Make it easy for people to clean up after their pets. Believe me, most people want to clean up after their pets. Be sure you have a pooper scooper. If you have a fenced backyard, be sure you have a pooper scooper um, and disposable bags. And then also let your guests know where do they dispose of the of the, the poop? Where do you want them to put it? So definitely make that part of your welcome and your rules and your cleaning policies where they can put the the dog waste. Also, think about having chew toys and multiple different kind of toys around. A lot of people forget their toys. Some dogs don't play with toys at home, but they want them when they're out at a vacation rental or in a hotel because it relieves some anxiety. So think about having some chew toys. Another thing is you need to have a dog first aid kit. You can get one of those at PetSmart or Chewy. If you allow cats, then get the cat scratch post thing and maybe some cat toys. You want to be sure that you have a recommendations for emergency vet, doggy daycare. You want to provide information so in your communication, when you're communicating with your guests, be clear about the rules that you have. Send out an email before the stay, letting them know what your rules are, what those specifics are, and what you're going to provide to help alleviate the concerns that they may have for their pet. If there's not very many dog-friendly restaurants in your area, you want to let them know, hey, there's not a lot of dog-friendly restaurant choices here, but we leave a crate at the property that you can use if you want to make sure that they stay safe while you're gone. Give them a list of the, the places they can go. Where are the 
the beaches and the parks and the trails of the restaurants, other areas where they can feel comfortable taking their pets. You want to share that information when they book because believe me, it is so hard to find dog-friendly restaurants. Even when you look on Google, I had this happen to me multiple times where we get to what's considered dog-friendly and it's, it's a patio that's uncovered. They don't have a dog bowl. They can't bring out any anything to provide water for your dog. They look at you like you're crazy. So there's a difference between a dog-friendly restaurant and a dog's okay restaurant. So you you want to help provide a list of places where people can go and feel welcomed with their dog. I had a client who sent out an email to her guests from her dog to their dog. That was like, here's where you can go play and here's the doggy park and here's where you can go poop and be sure mom cleans up after you. Another amenity I want to mention now before I go into marketing your pet friendly vacation rental is to think of allowing dogs to swim in your pool because it is almost impossible for a water loving dog to stay out of the pool. And also because it's another amenity that dog lovers love is knowing their dog can enjoy the pool with them. I have specifically called hosts when I've booked a pet friendly property where they didn't mention anything about the pool. I've called and I've canceled my stay because they didn't allow Jolene in the swimming pool. I asked a lady one time why that was, and she said it was because the dog hair got into the pool drain, and she didn't want to deal with that. However, I've talked to some pool experts and pool cleaners who say that's really only true if you don't take care of your pool. If you provide a swimming pool and you allow dogs in the pool, be sure that you have the skimmer. Also think about adding a ladder. So the dogs can get in and out if you don't have steps down and be sure you have a beach towel or like I said earlier, extra towels just for your dogs. Now I want to talk to you about marketing your dog friendly vacation rental. How do you market this so that people see you out there in the world as this welcoming pet friendly establishment? So the first thing you're going to want to do definitely is optimize your listing for the search engine keywords, Google keywords. So you want to use terms like pet friendly vacation rental, pet friendly vacation rental, Austin, Texas, vacation homes in Austin, Texas that are pet friendly. You want to use those terms. Use a Google Do some keyword research. Be sure in in your listing description, you don't want to just say pet friendly, but you want to talk about how welcoming you are. You want to talk about how you love dogs and you want people to bring their furry family members and you want them to experience a great vacation alongside their dog and have an entire paragraph dedicated to your pet friendly amenities. Talk about how you welcome them as guests, how you provide all these extras, how You travel with your dog and you want everybody to enjoy traveling with their dog. Think of what it would mean to somebody who does want to bring their dog. And they've read so many listings that it were didn't mention dogs or just said dogs okay. And then they get to this listing that's like, we love dogs. We want you to bring your dog. Your dog's going to have a great time here. Here's all the stuff we have for your dog. Think about what that would say to somebody and why they would choose you and why they would be willing to pay you more money because you are welcoming and you are embracing the fact that they want to bring their dog to stay. The best way to increase income is to really speak to your target market in your marketing. And by having that entire paragraph and having some photos, great photos of your dog amenities, 
have some photos of dogs enjoying your stay, enjoying the space, enjoying the balcony, the pool, laying on the couch, laying in the bed. Show what you are doing to provide this dog welcoming home for for them. Another thing you can do is in your content marketing, think about blog posts, dog-friendly things to do. You want to create articles, dog-friendly restaurants with pictures and maybe even videos, dog-friendly hiking trails, and then link these articles to each other. So when somebody's looking at your website, it links all together so they can get all of their information. This information is also the information you want to put in your touch state guide or your, your guest guide and your printed guide in your property let people know about all of these different things and do your research. Don't just put together a list from Google. Actually do some really good research and and maybe even go and experience these places with your dog so you can really give a very valuable opinion about the um, the place that you're you're featuring or that you're talking about. And this is true with social media as well. You want to share as much engaging content featuring pets enjoying your property. Share photos of the dogs diving into the pool or into the lake. Feature dogs just having a great time lounging around in the backyard. Show the photos of them using the amenities that you've provided. The dog chews, the dog toys. Ask your guests if their dogs are enjoying the stay. If you can do anything for them and then ask them to leave a review and share those reviews. If you're on Instagram or Facebook, you might want to Create, like on Instagram, create a highlight, like share to your stories, and then create a highlight just about your dog-friendly reviews and your dog-friendly photos and your dog-friendly reels. Share those. On Facebook, create a Facebook album all about your dog-friendly amenities. You want to promote those. You can take your own dog to your vacation rental, take your own dog out and about in the community, take videos and clips and create reels. Some of my most popular personal reels are the ones on uh, Jolene's uh, Instagram. It's Miss Pris Jolene is her Instagram handle. And I have some reels of her running wild on the beach and enjoying different activities. Um, And so those reels can generate traffic to your Instagram and create some engagement and help that Instagram algorithm. On Facebook, there's a lot of dog-friendly travel-related groups. There's a large group of family-friendly, I think it's called I Love Family Vacations, something like that on Facebook. I'll put a link to that in the show notes where people are always asking questions about where they can take their dogs. What beach can we take our dogs? Do you have recommendations for vacation rental or restaurants in certain areas? So being a part of those groups, answering those questions, sharing your listing in those groups is a great way to build a community around your pet-friendly vacation rental. I have a friend, Sarah is so cool. I don't know how to pronounce her last name, actually. She has Little White Dog Properties, which is in Maine. Her cabin was featured as the, I think, the number one pet-friendly property in Maine. And she also has a group called Dogs Welcome that's just for dog-friendly vacation rentals. She has a website called Dogs Welcome where you can list your property. You have to follow her um, guidelines for what is considered a dog-welcoming vacation rental property. So almost everything that I've mentioned above, she requires that you have to be listed on her website. She also requires that you not charge a dog fee. You can charge an extra cleaning deposit, but you can't charge extra for dogs. But again, like I've kind of harped on a couple of times, 
if you do it right, if you market it right and you create this dog friendly space, then people will already pay you more and they will share more, which is definitely more valuable than just charging an extra 25 bucks a night for a dog. I wanted to mention that Sarah has this dog's welcome certification program where I think it's $99 a year and you get a badge on your website, you get extra marketing on her uh, Facebook group, and you get this certification that you abide by the policies of a really super welcoming, dog-friendly establishment. Because what she wants to do is create this standardization within the industry of what a really dog-welcoming vacation rental looks like. Again, think about your your guest avatar and how they would feel if they saw this on your website that you had proven yourself to be a dog welcoming establishment because you had this certification and you had all of these things in place. So definitely check her out. I'll have the and that in my show notes. Okay, I am at the 21 minute mark and I am trying to promise that none of my episodes will be too much over 20 minutes. So I'm going to give it up here. Your action items, if you're listening to this episode and you want to know what you should do right now is A, decide if you're dog friendly or if you're dog welcoming. And if you're dog welcoming, check out uh, Sarah's group, Dogs Welcome on Facebook. Um, Talk to her about her certification program. But also what you might want to do is Think about how you can rewrite your listing description to include that and make a list of your dog welcoming amenities. Make a list of those and see what you might want to add next so that you can have a really great dog welcoming space. And let me know because I'll definitely promote it and I might come and bring Jolene. Hope that you enjoyed this episode. Let me know. Send me a DM on Instagram. I'm at Hey Jody Born. Till next time. Bye.